cliffcentral.com. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah, Simpua is live in the studio. She's alive and live in the studio. I am live and alive in uh, my home studio this morning, and we are here for it. We're here for Friday. I do love a bit of Friday. It's never going to become something that I just, you know, it's not, it's never just another day. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can deal with those. But Friday, you've got to make a fuss about, right? Yes. Yes. And it's, in fact, my favorite part of the week because this is when your weekend starts and you can't be happy about Sunday because that's when your weekend ends. You're just like, what is happening? Right. Why? Yeah. Right. I, I loathe a Sunday, but I love a Friday. Danko. That is the sense of Yeah. So, Simpiwe, what's news? How are you? I'm good. I've had another week of adulting 101, and I'm ready to unsubscribe, guys. Uh, so, this week, uh, I was dealing with, like, uh, our meter box. So, uh, if you have, like, prepaid electricity... Uh-oh. The meter box like refused to work. It wasn't lighting up. And yeah, like the guys only came in three days later to fix it. And that wasn't fun. Just for them to say there was like something that got disconnected. Wait, wait, wait for it. When load shedding took place. All right. So it's not even your fault. Not even. It's the load shedding. <laughs> and you have to pay the price. By what? So you didn't have electricity for a few days as well? Yeah, like didn't have electricity for like two days. And like, I'm cool. I can always sleep at my friend's place. It's my grand that I was stressed about. I was like, oh, I need to transport her to this place. Um, yeah. And so like just getting the food also like put somewhere else. Yeah, it was fun this week. Hey? Adulting 101. Don't recommend it. Don't do it, kids. Stay young forever. No. No. And it's weird, like you had uh, tire issues. You had to um, sort out some tires that were expensive. Like all things these days are expensive. My God. You know what's so weird is I think we, we you never really notice that things are getting more expensive until one day you check your grocery bill and you're like, what the hell? This used to be half the price for all of this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. you had this tire issue the other day. I had a tire issue in December. Uh, Rena had a tire issue mm-hmm. and then you know we, so we all had this to deal with in December which is like an unforeseen expense and it's not like a little bit of money oh, so then you suddenly realize like like oh okay so I, so I really don't have a whole lot of cash in my account that's just that's the end of that right? oh, oh yes and then to top that off I got my car service this this week as well and they're like oh yeah your motor plan is coming to an end and I was like oh can I extend oh. it and they're like yeah it's 25,000 rand upfront payment what <laughs> excuse me and they're like yeah it's for one year um 21,000 20 Five thousand. So, hang on. Let me just understand this properly because this is wild. I know. Right? Twenty-five grand, for one soft down payment. Yeah, for so, one year. Do they think? Do they think you just have an extra twenty-five grand lying around? I was like, guys, this can't be real. And they're like, it is. I was like, no. So yeah, adulting is not fun. I I realized like. It was this week where I was like, I'm ready to marry that billionaire. Take me now. I will be a housewife. Oh, yeah. I don't want to stress about bills yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, like I'm not okay. <laughs> like thinking about 25,000 Rand and then like just everything. We, we're still in January, guys. It's not even February. And so much has happened financially. I'm okay. I like this. 
propaganda says need a retirement policy yes exactly <laughs> okay so ricky says okay where is ben this is ufc weekend yes, i'm um, i'm excited about drickus on sunday because i actually got a, a message from a friend of mine who they they actually work together like business partners with drickus on something mm -hmm. and he said to me hey have you done your good luck message for him and i was like oh shit was i meant to do that it wasn't like we hadn't made an agreement or anything, but I thought I've got to do it, right? So last night I recorded a video and then uh, Drickus reposted it. I was like, yay, uh, he actually saw it. So I was like blown away by that. That is so and, dope. Um, I know, it made me feel pretty damn good. You know, when you, uh, when someone who's about to have the, the biggest weekend of their life, Ooh. arguably, yeah, um, actually takes note of a little good luck message from you you feel good about that i mean i'm not usually the kind of person who would pay any attention to that stuff but it was nice to see and i really am excited for him i hope he kicks ass yes. this weekend so yeah ben will join us later on he was in sun city yeah for his tournament <laughs> and i don't want to steal his thunder on this but ben won And Yay! we were, the Simpim, you, and I were, you and I were kind of mocking him and taking the piss out of him last week. <laughs> he, he needs a celebratory won. like a uh, jingle as he like <laughs> joins us oh. this morning. He's a champion. <laughs> oh. I'm very excited about uh, seeing Ben on the show a bit later on. Um, we, we've got a ton of stuff to do today and I've got a, a few things that I've got to bring up. Do you know what a porch pirate is? No. Not at all. So there's a big problem in America and Canada at the moment. What what happens is you order stuff from Amazon mm -hmm. and then they drop it off on your porch. And, and you know, a lot of people have these. Remember we talked about that ring camera system mm -hmm. that I put in? Yes. And I don't have this product, but there's a ring door alarm where, you know, the, whoever's dropping your, your package off mm -hmm. from Amazon or whatever, they press the button you get a message on your phone that's someone at the door. And even if you're not at home, you can answer your phone. You can be like, hi. Uh, yeah, you can just leave it at the door. And then they leave it at your front door. And when you get home later that day, you collect it from the door. Oh, nice. And the thing that you expect is that someone who leaves something on your front door, it remains there for you to collect when you're eventually at home. Mm -hmm. But a porch pirate, a porch pirate is someone who... <laughs> They grab your stuff before you get home. They see, like it's a neighbor with a pair of binoculars, and they see you, yeah, 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 yeah. They see your delivery being made, and then they come and get your package before you get home. And do they hold it or hostage? Or they just pass it by. <laughs> or they, just, they steal it. So, oh, like, no. for example, if you've, for good, ordered, then. Yeah, if you've ordered a, right, you've ordered a TV or something, and then these people steal your TV, and when you get home, <laughs> your TV's gone. That is nice, sad. Huh? That is so sad. Sounds like a very South African thing, hey? Um, <laughs> so, well, shame, man. I, I don't know. I don't know whether it happens here at the at the rate that it does in America because we don't. Unless you have couriers mm -mm. who usually won't just leave, something. they'll actually only give it to a person someone has to sign, right? Yeah. So I think it's a much bigger problem in America because they actually there's a bit of trust in society, mm. like. You expect that your neighbors won't steal the stuff that's been dropped on your front porch. So a porch pirate, it's a big problem in America. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that's hectic because now you've paid for it. So if I stole your TV, I have a fully paid TV. Oh, oh, that's true. Exactly. 
that stress and you didn't even get to see it or unbox it (gasps) oh my word no 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 just straight up theft and um apparently the the americans are that you know the, the the authorities are trying to figure out how they can combat this the delivery people are trying to figure out what they can do about it it's just a major problem so if you think that only south africa has problems with crime we don't have one thing we don't have because we <laughs> we have like different rules about this stuff is porch pirates okay yeah no that's good it reminds me of like a tiktok video i watched a while ago where this lady it was during the Christmas period and she's like you know um, I had ordered a package from Amazon and it came through it like two days later and she when she 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 opened her package she realized it's not what she had actually ordered she got these like really expensive parts and she decided mm-hmm. you know what I'm not gonna say nothing I'm gonna keep these parts and I'm gonna use them because she didn't have parts cool then like if you like, I scroll down a bit. There's a lady who then also made a TikTok video who's like, "Guess what, guys? I ordered these parts from Amazon, and they've never arrived." And so now TikTok oh, put God. the two together, and we're like, "We know where your parts went." <laughs> <laughs> they found them. They found yeah. them, and all because people decided to go to social media and brag about the fact that they got these parts, and then she was complaining. So yeah, they reimbursed well, her the parts. She sent them back, but she was like, "I don't." send them back but yeah she sent them back so messing with someone's mail as as conga chris rightly states is a federal offense in america you can actually go to jail if you um, if you mess with someone's mail or you steal their package yeah yeah yeah. it's serious serious offense it's not just petty theft it's like a federal offense you can go to like federal prison for that and then uh don mentions that mark rober on youtube has done a whole series on defeating porch pirates with glitter and fart spray so they have these, gl- gl- these glitter bombs. That can go. Sure. So again, if you have a camera, if you have a camera on your front porch and you can see that someone's about to steal your package, you can like press a button and then a glitter bomb will go off, and sure. or, or, or fart spray or whatever else, and then you come out of the house with the fart spray and get them. I mean, it's hilarious, right? Sure. But imagine the imagine the cheek of someone. You know, you've ordered your wife's christmas present online and they drop it off like two weeks before and then some asshole from the street who's just passing by goes oh it looks like there's some uh some packages there on that porch i think i'm gonna get me some yeah and what's wild is they don't know what's in the box um and if amazon is anything yeah. like take yeah. a lot where take a lot will have this huge box for a charger yeah. like just for one charger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, you mentioned charges. They, they published a list over December, which I don't have with me now, but I remember the top of the list, things that people leave in hotel rooms. Oh. Uh, and, and the most, most left-behind thing is a charger. So I suddenly got to thinking, if that's true, if charges are, and I have no reason to doubt it, if charges are the thing that is most left-behind in hotel rooms, can you imagine hotel staff must have hundreds of charges? Oh, yes. I mean... Uh, Everyone who works in a hotel must have like 200 charges each because they go in to clean the room or someone drops it off at reception, says the previous person in this room left this Mm -hmm. here. And charges are the most left behind of all items in hotels. Hmm. I think they should start, you know, the soaps or the complimentary drinks that you get. 
Um, I think yes. they should they should also put like now just leave a charger there just in case you know you didn't bring yours because I've also had moments of uh, yeah. like that where I've forgotten my charger in the car it's too far don't want to walk and then I'm at this place I'm like oh there's a charger thank God right so right and if you think about it the, the the fact that you um a lot of people forget their charges at home, let alone forget them in the hotel room. Mm. Maybe the hotels should have some kind of system where they have a, a charger that is bolted into the wall or something so that you don't have to bring one mm -hmm. and they don't have to keep collecting all the left behind ones. Although I don't think they mind that. They could probably start a side hustle of just selling charges. Yeah, I, I agree. With the prices that they charge per night, ugh, what's a mere charger? Mm. What's, what's that? Mm. Like... It's nothing. See, as phones have got more expensive, people are less likely to leave a phone behind. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just it's not just because they're more expensive, but it's also because people are attached to their phones. They're constantly on their phones. They'll literally walk into trees and poles and stuff because they're on their phone the whole time. Mm -hmm. But used to be that people would leave phones lying around. Those were the most um, left behind items. But now it's the charger for the phone. And I've done that. I, I don't know about you, but I've left charges at other people's houses, mm -hmm. in hotel rooms, yes. in the car train, in you know public transport, Ubers. Can yes. you imagine how many Ubers have unclaimed cell phone charges? Yeah, you can forget about getting that one back. <laughs> they're just going to keep it. You know, the Uber drivers, yeah, they just keep it. But like quickly going back to the point of like how expensive things are, I think Ryan found a clip that's like, this is how everybody feels in, in 2024. This is definitely, this is us. Yeah. Great, okay. Yeah. Oh God, no. Everything okay, ma'am? Oh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. It's just that my in-laws are in town and they want a charcuterie board. Well, this isn't gonna be easy, so I need you to be brave, all right? What's your name? Patricia. Patricia, all right. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh my God, the numbers are going up so fast. <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely... That is exactly right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you buy two items and you're just like, can I go now? Oh my God. No, I feel her pain. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> oh, that's oh, listen. I avoided a LeBang style... Um, scam. Scam this week. I got this amazing email. It was like detailed and it was from someone who... Uh, they they said, listen, um, my husband died last year and he left me this grand piano and I, I want to give it to you for free because I wanted to go to someone who appreciates it. And, and like it was a really well thought out email, but with no detail that specifically would have indicated this person knew me or listened to the show or any of that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, my God, yes. You know how you immediately jump to the conclusion you're like oh, wow, I'm going to get a free grand piano. And those things cost hundreds of thousands of rands. Yeah. So I thought, and you know, it was so funny because at the end of last year, one of the things I said I want to do this year is start playing the piano again because I, I used to and I, I wasn't very good, but I could play it. And it was like, oh, wow, you know, this is a message from the universe that uh, yeah. a, a piano, because I don't have a piano at home. So I was like, oh, then I can learn on it. How amazing would that be? 
And I was thinking, you know, which shit I can throw out so I can make space for this thing. Anyway, I got ahead of myself. And then I suddenly thought, I don't know what made me like wake up to this because it's so obvious. I was like, nah, this has got to be bullshit. Because in the email, the woman says, and her name is like Maria or something, which is also, mm, yeah, I'm like, it sounds very like European. Plus, who on earth, if your husband just died and you've got a piano worth hundreds of thousands of rands, would you just give this to a complete stranger? No. And then I started thinking, too good to be true. Um, and then she says, all you have to do is pay for the transport costs. And she gives me this, uh, this email address. And the email address, there's a, there's a legit, it looks like a legitimate site. They've got pictures of people moving the stuff and it's all packed in a box. And then they send you pictures of the, the piano. And I was like, okay, well, I know how to test if this is for real. All you do is you say to them, I will pay you cash on delivery. No, no exceptions. I don't give a shit what you say. I'm not paying for this unless you deliver first. Because yeah. that's always, you know, unless you get cash and delivery, you never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm still waiting for a reply on that. And I know it's not going to come because it was a scam. <gasps> but trust me, if it was LeBang, she'd still be waiting for the piano. Yeah, she would have paid, would have like even given the proof of payment like 30 seconds later. She, she would have just been like, I'm waiting for a piano, guys. And then a month later... It hasn't arrived. Right. Why hasn't my piano yeah. arrived? Like, girl, what's a scare? But I'm glad you didn't. So, Rachel. It. No, thank God. Um, because it was like 4,000 Rand to move the thing. And then it would have been 4,000. Know, that's like the tire that you had to buy, right? Yes. Uh, the scam is common, Gareth. Just Google grand piano scam. Mm. So, there we go. Even worse. Tracy says the price of a piano is one thing. Try restoring a 117 year old piano. We got a quote for 80,000 Rand for that price. I'm okay with a B flat sounding very flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of money. Ooh. Yeah. People, people are, they, they'll do anything. Congo Chris says, What's the difference between a piano and a fish? You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a bad joke. It's oh, my horrible. God. First bad joke of the year. Oh, oh no, no. Please stop, Congress. Don't do it again. So the funny thing uh, that happened to me last weekend, you know, I'm not drinking this year, and so far it's been easy as can be. Mm -hmm. It really has. I haven't, I haven't even thought of alcohol. I've been around um, people who are drinking quite a lot, actually. And you suddenly realize like how much people drink when mm -hmm. you aren't. Because it just becomes a thing that you do. It's what we do to socialize. It's mm -hmm. where you have something in your hand. Usually you're drinking. Yes. Anyway, so last weekend, both Friday and Saturday, I went out on Friday night for an early dinner and I was home by like 10. Sure. And I was so happy to just be home. I know it sounds boring as hell, right? But Saturday rolled around and I was like, I don't feel like doing anything tonight either. And then I've woke up on Sunday morning feeling good. I had so much energy. I was ready to go and do some gym. I mean, I do not believe that I will start drinking again. That I'm going to say that with I'm 19 days into this. And I know it's not long. Mm. I've still got a long way to go before I can prove anything to myself or to anyone else. And I'm not boasting yet. But I really get the feeling that I might just not do it again. And I won't become, I promise you, I won't become one of those people who starts like lecturing people who drink or whatever. I will not become one of those boring people. 
that's not going to happen. Thank but you. I'll have to find, I'll have to, so someone who, who I know who does drink said to me, the hardest thing is to have fun watching other people make idiots of themselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you still have a sober mind and you're like, this is not yeah. funny. And everybody else is laughing and having the time of their life. I think I understand, Gareth, because this year I am very adamant on having lunch dates, you know, or meeting mm. up with friends during the day. Like, tell me you want to have drinks at 12 yeah. o'clock and I'm back home at 6. That's me now. Like, I am embracing the fact I want to be out and about when the sun is out. And when it goes down, I want to be home. And I'm just like, yeah, ne? yeah. This, this is old I, I don't age think creeping wrong. Yeah. First of all... Um, I was talking to someone about this the other day. They found themselves like driving home in that massive storm last week. Um, you know, yo, there was there was a lot of rain, and and she couldn't even see like where she was going because the rain was coming down so hard, and it was dark. Mm. And she said, eh, this, "It's not fun. Mm. It's not fun." Now again, you know, you might say, "Well, that's boring. What are you going to just stay at home?" But honestly, like I'm with you. If you can do things during the day. First of all, it doesn't eat into your night. Listen, nighttime is great. It's lovely to party with your friends. I'm not going to completely stop seeing people that I love. But but I do I love the idea of not having really late nights and puzzing and all that stuff as much as you can. I think it's, there's another way. I'm going to try some other things this week. I agree. You know, this mm. month, this year. Yes. Not just this week. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm definitely with I you. I lost track. Listen to this. Honduras says, I last drank in 1986. It was a Cape Velvet Cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so shit. Oh, my God. It's oh, so bad. Sure. Um, yeah, and dear Linda says, a glass of red wine with your meal is just what you need at the end of the day. I don't call that drinking. No, look. That's fine. Again, I'm certainly not, not going to tell anyone else what to do. Um it's like smoking. I've never smoked in my life, but I'd never, ever go up to a smoker and say, hey, you shouldn't smoke. That's bad for you. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then Congo Chris says, I'm going to start smoking weed instead. That I can promise is not going to happen. Not a chance. I'm um, just, we just the few. It's not for everyone. Nah. No, no, no. I don't, I don't see that being a part of my life ever. Um, leap year. It's a leap year this year. You know that. Yeah. There's an extra day. Yeah, so we have uh, 29 days in Feb, right? Yes. Hmm. Correct. Sure. Yeah, so 365 days this year. Uh, yeah, which was interesting because I watched a video why they were like they were explaining how we come to having a leap year. And then, like, I think is it, is it every 400 years, then we when we're supposed to have right, a leap year. It's 366, it's not 365. 365 yeah. is a normal year. Yes. Right. And then like, it's it's quite something that I, I I didn't understand that this is, yeah, like this is a lot. So we, every four years we have a leap year. That's to account for like mm -hmm. the extra hours and whatnot that they didn't put in the year. Boom. And then right. I think is it every 400 years when we're supposed to have a leap year, in that year we don't have a leap year. And I was like, this is confusing me now. Because it has to do with all like yeah. the time and like, so we've overcompensated by adding a day. So now we have to, 
Remove one. Yes. But and I, I recently you know learned this. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> Honestly, that is four that is four hundred years times problem. And we won't be here to see it. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna spend a single moment of my life worrying about what pre what what extra what people are gonna do with that extra day in four hundred years that gets taken away. <laughs> You know, I was sharing this because I thought you would have known this, Gareth, and then you can break it down to me. (laughs) And then be like, oh, what you're trying to say is this is what happened. (laughs) I saw a weird thing on social media over the holidays. Someone said, um, instead of having these months where there are, you know, 30 days or 31 days and, um, you know, the the, the, the leap year thing with February being a Mm -hmm. short month, apparently if we just divided every month into four weeks, mm-hmm. we'd have an extra, an extra month. So instead of having 12 months, we just have 13 months. And that would make a whole lot more sense. Apparently, mathematically, it all lines up a bit better. And I'm not sure. I didn't check it. But, okay. you know, again, if we're going to sit here analyzing the calendar, and, and we use a calendar right now, the Gregorian calendar, which was instituted in the Middle Ages. So we haven't improved on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's time. Maybe it is time. Hmm. But how would the thirteenth month work? Are we working that month, or is it like a full month off? I just need to make sure. We'd, we and and would would fall in summer or winter or spring mm-hmm. or, or autumn. Yeah, and if like, it's an extra month of winter, I'm interested. Yeah, but also as South Africans, December is very important to us. So. I don't want anything messing up <laughs> with my December spirits. Just don't, yeah. Mm-mm. They would have to steal at least a few days from December and every other month. And I don't know if people would be happy with that. So let's say they put it in that like that black hole that everything disappears into between Christmas and New Year. Mm. And they started that, that extra month then. That would be weird. Because then you'd have... December plus another month, which you could be excited about, right? I mean, that could be fun. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, against the idea. Listen, there's always got to be room for improvement. So we've been playing with these ideas. Uh, Congo Chris rightly says that the 13-month model doesn't work. 365 divided by 13 is 28.77. So it's not even a round number. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I just think. I just think there's got to be a better way than these, this This once every four years you add a day. I feel so sorry for people whose birthday is on the 29th of February because <laughs> you know, they, only really, they only really get to have a celebration every four years. I know a lot of them do the birthday on the 28th then, yeah. but you're always going to feel a bit left out because actually it's not really your birthday. It's mm-hmm. like someone saying, oh, well, you, you know, your birthday falls on a Monday, so we're not going to do a birthday party for you. We'll do it the weekend after. I just feel sorry for them. I'd be like, you know what? I'm only counting every yeah, I'm only turning a year older every time it's a leap year. And I, I would cheat the system. Right. I would be like, yeah, I'm two, even though <laughs> it's been eight years. <laughs> exactly. I'd be the uh, smartest person. Wenny says, uh, government must make that extra day a public holiday. No, mm. we've got enough public holidays. South Africa is so, we are one of the laziest countries. We do not need an extra holiday. Yeah, also as not much in as I would, would not, come on, guys, like, yeah, not in February. We've, not February's February is one of the few months that you know 
There's no bullshit in February. You know, you don't have any public holidays. Or March, we have the first one with uh, Human Rights Day. Yeah, and then this year, Easter it. is also hitting in March. Uh, like Good Friday is going to be in March, end of March. In March. Yeah. So mm. it's going to be a very nice long weekend. It's on the 29th of, of, of March. That is Good Friday. Don't ask me how I know because my birthday is on the 28th. <laughs> All right. So I'm studying the calendar. You, you, you a, <laughs> yeah, you are our person for the calendar this year. I'm, I'm going to be listening to you when it comes to the calendar. Yeah. Well, I was, I was in a meeting yesterday and, they, and, you know, the people we were meeting with, they'd already looked at their calendar for the whole year. They've planned out everything for their whole year. Love it. Those are serious people. Those are very serious people. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Um, one day, someday I'll get there. I still do the quarter thing, like first quarter, second quarter. For my personal goals, I'm just like, okay, that's how I do it. So for someone, oh yeah, shout out. Well, as long as you kind of have some idea of what you're doing, then it'll be fine. I don't think you have to, you know, like these people know, they know exactly what they're going to be doing on Mandela Day, for example, from from a marketing point of view. They know exactly what they're going to be doing around Valentine's Day is next month. Uh, all of these things. They've got them all planned out. Wow. They, 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 they're very organized. I appreciate that. I think I it's amazing. That. I just couldn't. No, it's not for me, though. Yeah, because you are under stress the year before. <laughs> they're already in 2025. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas is done, guys. Let's, so what are we doing next year? And you're like, wait, we just entered 2024. Like, what do you mean? I know. I know. Wow. So... Look at this. This is uh, this is Ben on the on the golf course yesterday. Halfway here at Sun City, got off the worst possible start. I think I had six points in five holes, a couple of blowouts. Even though Thomas was finding the ball all kinds of places, turning on seventeen points, the field is tight. Ah, oh, this place is so great. All right, Thomas, we need twenty-three points here if we're going to win this one. <laughs> no problem. Man. Well, um, I hope I didn't steal his thunder, but here he is, the champion. Ben, you won. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I'm so excited about this. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> and you know, yeah. Simpiwe and I were taking the piss out of you last week and mocking, mocking this competition and saying, oh, it's just ridiculous. It's not a real competition. And then what do you do? You go and win it and make us look like fools. Yeah, and it was quite tough yesterday because there was wind, there was so much rain the day before, and uh, it's very competitive. I mean, this is a really cool thing to win, so guys are bringing their A-games. And yeah, my A-game was good for A-division win. So excited about that. Congratulations! Fantastic. Did, you, did uh, the great Gary player hand you your award? He did, and that was one of the major highlights. So earlier in the evening, I had one longest drive, and I shook his hand. And then after that, it was, yeah. Well, I was actually quite lucky because I tied with another guy. And um, there's various count-out methods in golf that you go back to. And I was counted in. He was counted out. And, yeah, I won it. And then Gary gave me a big... Well, ben. Uh, thanks, if you were. Yeah, Look that's me. BMW World Finals. Here we come. It really was just the most awesome two days um and yeah like you when you play that golf course you can get huge scores but it's also quite fair in places so you get lots of birdies and yeah it's actually quite weird like when you play competitive golf when you really really care about something and how you think like how good these pros must be because there's so much more on the line when they hit the ball 
And like there was times yesterday, I was so incredibly nervous standing over a golf ball. It was a very odd thing because all you're doing is you're hitting it, right? It's a it's a, it's a very basic process, but then your heart starts racing, and yeah, it was such a cool experience. Okay. You can't hear you, Gareth. You're on mute. Gareth, Gareth, you're on mute. So, so what happens to you now? Do you end up uh, playing in another tournament? Do you go on to another, like, level? Yeah, what's really incredible about this is that I think there's 52 participating nations within BMW's sort of framework, and you go to the world final. So I'll now be representing South Africa along with two other people, and we literally play as Team SA in this huge event in March in Fancourt. That is awesome. Sure. That's very, very cool. Wow. Okay, so that's good. And, and then Mary obviously jumping straight to the uh, grasping Mary's like, is there money with your winnings, Ben? You know, some, some people are only motivated by money. Firstly, Mary, I'm not single. And secondly, <laughs> no, there is no money. Do not try and shake me down. Um, you, can bask, you can bask in the prestige, but no, there's no money. Um, I did win some cool prizes. And obviously, just to get to go to the world final is, you yeah, know, that's it's awesome. like, like as you get older, some of the biggest things you always want is like what's the priceless experience because you know you buy certain things throughout your life but nobody mm -hmm. can buy their way into this even if you have lots of money you cannot put together what is like this event and this offering and i think right. that's what makes it that's what makes it so incredibly sought after why people speak so highly about it and you know if you, if you look at bmw in the professional ranks they have huge professional tournaments and they literally distill the essence of those events down to the amateur things where i am here and you get to experience that. And they have pro players. So Mr. Gary Player was here for the world final. Who knows? They'll have some other huge name that's going to be there for the week to you know, well, hang out. And with fairness, though, how, do you, how do you get bigger than Gary Player? You don't. How do you get bigger than Gary Player at the Palace? I agree. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but that, that is the surprise that they'll try and dish up for us. Um, yeah, I'm just so incredibly excited. And it's just like yeah. golf is golf is so great in the right sort of context. Like if you play in a corporate day and you have maybe shitty partners or the weather's not great or the course isn't great, and you think to yourself, could have actually been at the office today. Every single minute of being here this week has been like, this is the greatest thing that I could possibly be doing right now. That's amazing. I love it. All right, yeah. so let's get into some sport. There's quite a lot to talk about. We've already mentioned Drickus, but we'll have to get into that too. Of course, Ben and Beyond the Scoreboard brought to you by Superbets. We'll talk a little bit about Superbets in a while. What have we got to look forward to this weekend? Well, we'll get to Drickus in a second because obviously that's the big talking point. And it's just so cool how much press and how much info is getting out into the media around that right now. But we need to start with SA20, of course. Now, Durban Super Giants are kind of seen as like the, one of the major favorites. They had their first loss yesterday. So they are now in second place. The Paul Royals, though, are the team to beat. They've got three out of three. Um, and they're also they're in a really good place where there isn't as much rain as the rest of the world. You know, it's quite dry in the winelands there. So they can get good momentum where other teams might stutter with the weather. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's an unfair, unfair advantage, but it's something to kind of look out for. So today we've got the MI Cape Town versus the Pole Royal. So that's like the Cape Town derby. Those are the two teams there. So that'll be at 5.30. And then tomorrow we've got the Durban Super Giants taking on the Sunrisers Eastern Cape. Now they're also a really good side. They are the defending champs. That'll be at 1.30. And then Joburg Super Kings, who have been horrendous so far. 
absolutely horrendous. They've had some rain-altered matches, but they've also just been terrible. Um, they're taking on Pretoria Capitals, who are, yeah, they're doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Uh, they beat the Durban Super Giants recently. And then Sunday, we've got Paul Royals versus MI Cape Town. So it's a double header for those two teams for the weekend uh, because how the format works is that you play each other home and away. So that'll be a great weekend in the Cape to watch cricket. So, you know, like I always say, cricket's an amazing sport to play with on, on Super Bets because you can play the live stuff. There's various uh, eventualities to kind of bet on and get excited about. And because of T20 crickets, you know, a lot can happen and it makes the it makes the viewing incredibly engaging. On the rugby, last week was really good because the Stormers and the Bulls won. Uh, Bulls winning away in the Investic Champions Cup was a really big deal. Um, Stormers at home were, were were good. They didn't manage to prevent the other team getting a, or losing a bonus point, but they were full value for their 31-17 win, I think it was, against um, Sale. So this weekend, they'll be going at it again. This time, the Bulls will be at home, and they are taking on Bordeaux at three. So if you are at in and around Loftus, you know, it's a good daytime game. And then Stade Francais, who... Maybe like a really, really great team in the years gone by, not so much anymore. They are hosting the Stormers at 7.30 on Saturday. So if you're not into the cricket, great rugby on Saturday, which then obviously leads to, obviously then leads to the football. Uh, Bit of a rocky start for Bafana at AFCON. Um, They lost their first game, 2-0 against Mali. Mm. Uh, They are now now playing again on Sunday. They take on Namibia. And I always find this, like, if you're not a huge out-and-out football fan, African football fan, I always find AFCON quite interesting that you've got these tiny little countries, like Mauritania plays there. I think we, we <laughs> touched on this last week. But, like, how good could a team come from a country that is just so little resource? And, you know, mm-hmm. South Africa, comparative, comparatively speaking, although Bafana is not like a world strength, you would think they would have the squad depth and the facilities and that kind of stuff to do pretty well. Yeah. But it's not. It's an absolute crapshoot on the results front. Again, this is why it's so fun to play with super bets on something like this because there's lots of games. There's lots of chances for upsets. So this weekend, um, you know, there has been some, some upsets. The bigger teams like Ghana, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, you would back them. Egypt, they would do better over a stage of time. But this weekend, we've got Senegal versus Cameroon, which is a really, really big one. Senegal defending champs, five o'clock at, uh, sorry, seven o'clock on Friday. And then Saturday, mm-hmm. we've got Tunisia versus Mali. Mali just beat uh, Bafana, of course. And Tunisia, traditionally pretty, pretty strong. And then Sunday, we've got Morocco versus the Democratic Republic of Congo at four. And then SA will take on Namibia at 10 at Sunday night. So, yeah, maybe not a huge amount of hype around that tournament because Bafana got off to a bad start, but still lots and lots to watch out for. Just like in the Premier League, Arsenal, who didn't play last week, they are now playing. And as I said last week, they are one win from the last seven at that point. So really need a win, really desperately. Otherwise, they will just go back to their old ways of just being that nearly team that everyone sort of abuses. They'll take on Crystal Palace 2.30 Saturday, and then Sunday, Bournemouth versus Liverpool. There's FA Cup stuff in, in, in the mix at the moment. So that's why there's not so much Premier League. So that's kind of like what the bones of your weekend looks like. Into the UFC 297. So first up, I'm going to tell you that it's not a great card. Normally, these cards have three or four really great fights on the main card. And if you just look at the sort of profiles, um, I'm going to go with no. But it is Drickus versus Strickland, Sean Strickland. And there has been, like I've said it so many different times, the UFC are the masters at, at promoting their sports. And, you know, everybody wanted to see Drickus versus Adesanya. Then Drickus had a foot injury, so he couldn't fight against Adesanya where the big beef was. So Strickland, this guy, came in, and nobody really gave him a chance. And then somehow he managed to win. 
and good on him. Yeah. You know, he's a really good boxer. He's got he's just an awkward guy to fight against. And then suddenly he became the champion, which is kind of inconvenient because he's not a champion kind of guy. Like he's a very foul mouthed, rough, just feral in like human in all so many different ways. And now there wasn't really beef between Drickus and this guy at all. But what this guy does is he talks crap about everybody. He'll go hard at your wife. He'll go into the fact that you, you've cried maybe before in a press conference. He's always going at somebody and no one ever gives it back. And Drickus was just, he gave it back so hard. Like this guy always talks about how he had a tough childhood. And Drickus is like, I'm going to beat you more than your dad did. And for some reason, he got really upset about that. He even threatened, <laughs> he even threatened to stab Drickus if he ever brings it up again. And Drickus being Drickus is like, Bro, I'm far too quick. You'll never be able to stab me. You can do whatever you want. I am going to win this title. So right. fi- from 5 a.m. on Sunday morning, so it's in Toronto. Uh, so 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Saturday mo- Sunday morning uh, on Super Sports, you'll be able to watch the main card. So Drickus will probably be fighting around sort of 6.30. But it's always good to watch a few fights before that to get into the sort of you know momentum of it. And yeah, I as I said, I put, a, I put money down super bets for Drickus last year and i got pretty decent odds which are shortened drastically to about even money now um yeah it's just simple as that strickland is really really impressive he's one of the best boxers so sorry can i just ask can i just ask about the strategy of like betting in advance when the odds are better so you would say for things like this where you're really like you want to be involved and you 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 feel that something's really exciting and you want to do it well in advance you you will get better odds if you bet way in advance yeah, so a couple of things shorten the odds, basically, is that, you know, when something comes out, there's few bets on it. So what those odds will be will be a sort of general odds that are based around certain theories. And then the more, I don't know, a, a player in a sort of tournament or something comes into form and they start showing promise, then more people bet on them, so the odds will shorten. In Drickus's okay. case, um, you know, the, 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 when the odds get, get created, it's not like they're fighting or, or playing so to speak before that so there's no evidence of the form getting better but then what happens is you get a lot of media hype and then you get guys like me who talk people up and then slowly but surely when people start putting all the bets down it's like well it's not going towards this guy so now he's shortening that's kind of how it works so yeah i mean if you if you really if you're really if you're really into an event like if you want to bet the next rugby world cup you can do that if you want to bet the next Ryder (laughs) cup the mark if you want to bet the masters coming up and you've got a good feeling about someone you'll get obviously the best odds now and and you're, basically, everything was- you're basically reminding me too that anything in the world can be bet on. There's someone somewhere offering odds on everything. Well, it's I'd like to say offering markets because that's what these things come down to, right? There's a market of interest right. in someone and there's a market sure. of interest in an outcome. And that's why it is so fun to play on these kind of things. And that's why I think as a sports fan, it's cool to kind of like get it early on an idea or on a result you think is going to happen. So I don't, sure. want to, I don't want to talk Drickus up too much. I think I've never been, as, as I've said many times, I've never seen someone who knows their sport as well. And I think preparation-wise, they're going to have two or three extra tricks that the Strickland camp won't have. And to his credit, he's got as far as he's got Strickland by just being the one-gear kind of guy. He fights a certain way. Whereas the Drickus, because... He first had to fight his brothers growing up. He then had to fight in you know, kickboxing. And then he went into the EFC. He's fought a variety of people in a variety of different ways. And a lot of the time, Americans kind of forget this because they just kind of grow up. They do well in amateurs and they fight UFC. To get into the UFC as a foreign fighter, you've often got to go through quite a few hoops. I mean, Drickus was fighting 
folks in Eastern Europe who don't get uh, drug tested and who have like massive henna, henna tattoos on their chest for advertising. Like he's he's done the hard yards this week. So I think if I was to go for a prediction, I would go second round submission win for Drickers because once he gets a couple of shots in, but look, he's just he's so physically strong, and I would go with a rear naked choke second round submission. That's how he's going to win this fight. All right, so Carl says, Ben, please don't mess us around. I was going to get up at 5 to watch. I only want to watch the DDP fight. Are you sure about it being at 6.30? Carl, pretty much. I mean, I watch all these cards, and that's kind of how it works out. So even if you get someone who has a first-run knockout, they'll then pad the transmission with, like, other videos and promotions for other fights. And, you know, there's four, there's I think, three three-round fights, and then... There's a co-main event where there's two women fighting for the vacant bantamweight title, I think it is. And that could go five rounds. That could be really long. But ultimately, mm -hmm. look on that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, well, Ricky says in the comments, too, that uh, the main card starts at 5 a.m. There are four fights before the Drickers fight. It all depends on how quickly those four fights go. So, Look, uh, it's a sim similar kind of time period. And if you're such a fan on Sunday morning, wake up at five, make yourself some coffee and uh, chill. You can catch up with your emails. You could sit there and, you know, I don't know, read uh, a book, do whatever you want to yeah, do and it's... then wait for, the, wait for the fight to start. Are you about to go and enjoy a, a hotel breakfast, Ben? Is that what's going on there? Not just a hotel breakfast, the palace breakfast. Oh. I'm here because mm. uh, I've got quite a busy morning, but the palace breakfast is where, again, you time will stop sorry one one last thing i kind of didn't point out because I, I mean personally and i say this selfishly i'm never too interested in tennis grand slams until they get to the nitty-gritty but of course there is the australian open right now so mm. whether you like men's tennis women's tennis in women's in the women's there was um quite a few big seeds that already tumbled out including our favorite Ons Jabeur, who lost six two six love yeah, Ons Jabeur, she's uh, hammered, thrashed. So yeah. I think four, four or five of the big lady seeds are already out. In the men's, uh, not so many. Uh, you know, generally that's how it works as well, if you're looking to kind of play on the markets with tennis, is that women's tennis is a bit more up and down, a bit more unpredictable. The guys, um, especially on sort of hardcore tennis, where there's less specialists, like, say, the French and the clay courts, you get good sort of consistency. So Djokovic is still in on the men's side. And, of course, Alcaraz will be on the bottom side of that draw. So all goes okay. too well. It could be Alcaraz-Djokovic final if they win their, their matches. Awesome stuff. Okay, Ben, lots to think about, lots to get on with. And well done again on your win. Um, and if Thanks, you want to win, then go along to Super, uh, Super Bets and you can find out exactly how you could take part in all of that. Super Bets, of course, support responsible gambling. Strictly no under-18s. Winners know when to stop. South Africa's Responsible Gambling Foundation's toll-free counseling hotline is 0800-006-008. And we'll check in with Ben again next week. Ben, the champion. Simpiwe and I owe you uh, like at least, uh, I don't know, a bottle of champagne or something for yes. having mocked you remorsefully <laughs> last week. I, I think I it was our, like um, sarcasm towards this entire thing that made you just you know want to do better. I, I really oh, absolutely so. yeah. That was, <laughs> no, we just that was exactly keeping, it. We're keeping him humble. Mm, yeah. That's that was it. And so so yeah. I mean, I'll obviously be the bigger person next week. I'll bring the trophy into the studio oh, and I'll, I'll, I'll rummage and I'll I'll, I'll 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 rummage through the, the fented trailer of prizes that I got last night mm. to see if I can give you one or two things. Oh, thank you, Ben. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you know what? 
the, the greatest prize is spending time with Mr. Gary Player. You, you got to do that. So, Yo, guys, last night was, he was amazing. I mean, he really is, like, he's old. He's 87 or whatever. And, you know, everyone, everyone's met an 87-year-old before, and they generally fall asleep halfway through a sentence. He's still got it, and he's funny as ever. And he really? is become, and he's becoming more and more matter-of-fact as he goes. And he, uh, he, he delivered some absolute polars this week, which I'm not going to share now because the context is kind of wrong. You need to get into it. But this dude, <laughs> he is actually really funny. He's got, like, stand-up comedian kind of elements to him. But he's still sharp, and yeah. oh, I mean, eventually he got, he was getting sort of tired of the interview last night, so he just started singing a song that he liked the lyrics of. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's he's the absolute he's the absolute showman. And then you know, unfortunately, his his wife passed away a couple of years ago, and now he's talking about how he's single and how he's got this list and he's meeting all these chicks. <laughs> <and> he's, just, <laughs> he's just he's like that. He's just the most adorable guy in so many ways, but just funny as well. Uh, yeah, he was he, like he, he made this week as well. Okay, I love it. All right, Ben, enjoy the uh, hotel breakfast, and we will see you on Friday next week. There we go. There's all Ben. Right, guys, all the best. Thanks a lot. Pinsky, very good. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's so. Super we've dope. got winning. Oh yes, winning in the Friday. I like it. Love it as well. <laughs> the pressure's on you and I now, Gareth. We need to do something with our lives this year. <laughs> I'm going to win something this year so I can at least compete. You know? I don't want to be the uh, loser on the show. I, the pressure. Oh, I love it Like when one of my friends does something really great. And I'm not jealous of like the achievement. I'm just like, okay, if you can do it, so can I. So I need to, you know, pull up my socks. Mm. I need to do better. I need to also like keep up because I don't want to be that friend. Like when all your friends are like, oh, I've done this and done that. And then it's just, yeah, here comes oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, this, uh, And they introduce everybody. This is uh, Ben who's just won the, uh, the the BMW championship at Sun City. And and this is, oh, and this, that's Simpiwe. Uh, that's all they say. <laughs> No, don't want that. I also want a bit of a pause and people be like, wow, you guys are friends? You know, this oh. is Simpiwe who's won yeah. like five awards and she's done this, you know. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I really, I aspire for that. So, yes. So, um, coming up after seven, the brilliant Sivangesi, who we haven't had on the show this year yet, but it's only been two weeks. So, you know, we, we knew we'd have to get him on at some point, but we love having Siv on. And he's got lots to talk about. Uh, so we'll be joining him in just a couple of minutes from now. But I did want to refer to this because it is the week that metric results came out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw this, but the Minister of Education, and we try to avoid politics, but you can't in this country. So basic education minister Angie Mochecha said that the metric class 2023 deserved to be celebrated, perhaps more than any other group before them. Why? Well, out of more than 700,000 pupils who sat the senior certificate exams, 34 learners have emerged as top achievers nationwide. Speaking at the ministerial breakfast session on Thursday, she said that South Africa's top matriculants represented much more than just an academic, uh, just academic excellence. Because of the class of 2023 not being an ordinary class, they've demonstrated extraordinary perseverance by a period marked by post-pandemic challenges and really withstood the storm. You need to remember success is a beacon of hope for your peers. So I thought about this. It's 2023 matrix that we're talking about, right? Yeah. The pandemic was in 2020. Mm -hmm. And she did she say this about the 2020 matrix? I think so. But you know what was frustrating 
is when we did the comparison of the fact that the matriculants had to write their exams during load shedding. They didn't stop the load shedding schedule for the matriculants. And then just for Christmas, for 18 days, we had electricity, you know, with no interruptions. And I think that's a very flawed way if you want to now be like, oh, our kids did so great. No, like yeah. give them the tools to shine. You know, you could have given them the 18 days so that they can write and not stress about when they're studying and how not to study. And then Christmas, everyone will make a plan. We'll make a plan on how we do it. So I think that was also oh, just frustrating. I'm also just, I'm tired of people using like 2020s problems as an excuse. And this minister of education just hasn't had a good idea since, I don't know, 2014. And she's now blaming the 2020 pandemic. If you're in 2023, sure, you were in high school during that time. But I mean, for God's sake, what are we going to, for the next 10 years, be still blaming the 2020 pandemic? But that's really? what they do. That's what they do. It's up there. Ali, it's the reason why every time they're like, but you know, in a bad date, guys, eh, before 1994, it's the MO. I'm just over it. So, mm. I mean, shout out to the kids that passed well and did well. Like, I, you know, kudos to you. I don't think it's easy. Um, yeah, like, I think I had it a bit easier than you guys because I didn't have to worry about load shedding. But at the end of the day, like, we need to celebrate kids that are actually achieving the marks um because th they've dropped also the like pass rates and whatnot which i'm not a fan of so there's more kids who are not passing well um i, I don't mm. think we should celebrate that i think we should celebrate kids that have done 70 percent and above great let's celebrate you you sure. the people that we need in our society yeah. everybody else you pass one of the things 40. Yeah. Mm -mm. One of the things when, when we still had newspapers and we still cared about newspapers, one of the cool things was that you would get to see who the cleverest kids in matric were, yes. right? Uh, you'd start the year and you'd think, okay, well, matric results, and usually it wasn't anything to write home about because generally across a nation, there are going to be a lot of people who are just average or shit. And the thing that would pull you through that is you'd see like a full page spread with all of the faces of these brilliant people, these boys and girls who just shut the lights out with like six, seven distinctions yes. and, you know, extra subjects. And it would be amazing. It would always be, you'd make you feel good about the country. First of all, you'd think yes. like, wow, we live in a country with our brilliant people. Cause yes. who cares about the average who's interested in the average matric and who's interested in the, in the kid who, fails everything yeah. nobody no one cares i know there are probably some parents right now going oh don't talk like that because my kid is suicidal because they didn't pass matric well too bad you counsel them i'm not here to do that yeah and this whole thing of coddling kids especially with their matric results it doesn't help at the end of the day you need to get into varsity and varsity is very very clear on what you need to achieve in order for them to even consider you and you're not competing with just you know uh 300 uh matriculants in your area no you're competing with the rest of the country and i think that's the wake-up call to say yeah you're no longer just competing with your community it's the world now you want to go to um harvard you need to actually keep up with harvard's standard and this is the standard doesn't matter they're going to look at you and be like oh yeah i come from south africa that's great but like what is your your mark in maths what's <laughs> you know no. No they, you're just another number go, oh, well, we, need, we need more average south africans no, we no don't. you've got to be unbelievably good at everything and i love 
you know, the, the fact that you said earlier it, it's going to be a year to win something for you. And I, I think we've got to start winning again. Yes. This this bullshit of like celebrating mediocrity has got to stop in 2024. That's one thing we can throw away. Like, Do you, you think? Know? Yeah. And I always say like, you know, we can celebrate. I mean, there's, there's I, I remember in our like high school and primary, they also used to like uh, give kids that have like improved like by 10%. So they say you were into you're a 50% student and you became a 60% student. I think that is something to celebrate because that means you, you're growing. But just to celebrate the average 50% person or just to celebrate the fact that you had a 100% pass rate, but when you look at the actual like uh, average of how much kids are passing by, it's like by 40%. It's That's ridiculous. Those are things I don't uh, want to celebrate. I'd rather celebrate the kid that was constantly improving, the kid who's number one. There's a reason why there's a top 10. You know, uh, you, you always no, want to be in the top 10. You, Come on now. like If you went from being a 50% student to being a 60% student, there's no reason you should get a certificate in front of everybody. Sure. That's something you can celebrate at home. <laughs> That's something you can take home and you can say to your brand, hey, listen, I'm not a loser anymore. I managed to get more than, you know, the crappy score I got last time. That's quietly something. You don't want everyone knowing you're a bullshit 50% <laughs> average student. You've lifted your standard by this much. Now you're in the 60s. Here's a certificate for you, average kid. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So I'm just saying. Like, really? especially when it comes to marks. Um, and what I was taught that, like, your matric mark is what's going to carry you for the rest of your, your life. Let's be a bit more harder on the kids. Let's just, um, you know, yeah, it, raise the yeah, bar. It isn't, it, isn't, it isn't the most important thing in your life. Matric, you won't even remember what you wrote in those exams. Yeah. yeah. Ten days after you've written them, you won't even remember a thing from them. Let's just move on. And, and, if you can't achieve there, achieve somewhere else. But don't be an average, boring, middle-of-the-road person. That's all. Please don't. And let's not celebrate kids passing oh, yeah. with 40%. <laughs> no. We're not no, for God's sake. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the fantastic Sivengesi, who's anything but average, will join him and get your Friday off to a brilliant start. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com. It is Friday. Woohoo! Cliffcentral.com.